fire was the visible symbol of God's presence. Throughout the wilderness wanderings, the Lord led his people with a pillar of fire by night. So, to let the fire go out would be, symbolically, to let the presence of God depart. And that's why the priests were repeatedly commanded to tend the fire. Now, that's what I want to talk about today on Dayspring, tending the fire. Welcome to this edition of Dayspring, the broadcast that teaches that during the dry seasons of our lives, we become prime candidates for the fire of God, not for judgment, but for cleansing and renewing. In Leviticus chapter 6, it says, the fire shall be kept burning continually on the altar. Well, on today's broadcast, Rex Bullock joins us with a message he's entitled, Tending the Fire. Hi, everybody. Joe Alcorn, your program host for these 30-minute visits. Glad you can make it. And we're opening our worship time today with a trio called Image. Join us in worship to the song, We Enter Your Gates.
say if you've just tuned our way, this is Dayspring. And now it's my pleasure to introduce the founder and speaker of Dayspring and my friend, Rex Bullock. Wow, what a rousing worship time. I love that. Thank you so much, singers, for the beautiful music. And thank you, my friend, for coming and being a part of this wonderful worship service that is held around the world each week at this time. I'm Rex Bullock. Joe Alcorn hosts this uh, great time together. Our singers are always here, and there's something from the Word of God. And we just uh, say, stick around, because hopefully it's only going to get better. I love the music. I love everything else that we do. But I especially love the Word of God. And that's why we're here today. I'm going to be talking to you from the book of Leviticus. I do not know how long it's been since I have uh, brought a message out of the book of Leviticus on Dayspring. But today I am, because there are some very significant passages in Leviticus chapter 6 that I think have relevance to where we are right now. So I hope that you'll plan on uh, being around. We're going to talk about tending the fire today. And this is so vital in our Christian experiences that we don't let the fire go out. That passion, that zeal, that love for God. Okay, let's talk about it. Well, we have been making available to you this month Bruce Wilkinson's great book, Secrets of the Vine. I think this book is certainly one of the top books that I have read in the last uh, few years. Of course, we're so thankful to Bruce Wilkinson for the prayer of Jabez. It sold millions of copies around the world. And and actually, I think in many ways, um, though we're familiar with it in North America, it's just now reaching to uh, many other parts of the world. I know uh, in the um, the country of Nigeria recently, Bruce was there and did a pastor's conference with 10,000 pastors, and they're endeavoring to get a million copies out in that country alone. So that's, that's so wonderful. Bruce's second book is called Secrets of the Vine, and that's what we're making available to you during this month. What a great book if you want to know the depths of the things of God. Is it time to trade in mediocrity for a life of consequence? Do you want to experience the joy of making maximum impact for God? Well, if you're ready for a breakthrough to the abundant life, this book is for you. And I absolutely want you to have it. Now, here's here's what we're saying. Write, call, email, get the book, ask for it. Okay? We would appreciate you sharing a gift this book is a hardback book, very lovely, sells for uh, nine ninety nine. Even if you got it discount, uh, there's, uh, it's still a significant uh, book. Now, we're just simply saying we want you to have it. If you can share an offering with uh, the Ministry of Dayspring during these months, these months that are always uh, difficult times, then would you, um, would you just slip that in. Let us know that uh, you're standing with us during these days. Secrets of the Vine, breaking through 
to Abundance by Bruce Wilkinson. It's yours as you either write our address, call our toll-free number, or email us. Joe Alcorn is standing by to give you all of those ways to communicate, so do it today. Thank you, Rex. Well, Secrets of the Vine picks up where the prayer of Jabez left off. Author Bruce Wilkinson walks you through a journey of John 15, and he explores the four levels of fruit-bearing. This hardbound book will help you break through to the abundant life, my friend. Ask for your copy this week. And if you can, please tuck in an offering. We'll appreciate that very much. But if you can't, please ask for the book regardless. Now, there are three convenient ways you can communicate with us. First, by mail, Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. Or online through our web store, www.dayspringradio.com. We also have a toll-free telephone number, 1-800-783-DAYS. And for a personal note to Rex, you can click on his email, rex at dayspringradio.com. And we'll give these addresses again at the end of today's worship service. And now before Rex comes with his message called Tending the Fire, let's enjoy another music selection. I need you more More than yesterday I need you more More than words can say I need you more Than ever before
And now with today's message, Tending the Fire, here's Rex. The book of Leviticus describes in elaborate detail the beginnings of formal worship for the people of God. Tucked away in that Old Testament book, way back in the sixth chapter, is a passage that describes the duties of the priests. One responsibility stands out among their many, many tasks, above all else. They were to keep the fire on the altar from going out. Now, other duties might be deferred. Some things might be left undone, but the fire on the altar was not to go out. And it's seen repeatedly in the passages. For instance, in chapter 6, verse 9, it says, And the fire must be kept burning on the altar. Verse 12 says, The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. And immediately, the message is underscored once more in verse 13. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. Now, the altar in this passage was the altar of sacrifice for burnt offerings. The burnt offering was a total offering to God, nothing diverted, nothing held back. It had to be the very best, the firstling of the flock. And regardless of what was brought to the Lord, whether it was a great sacrifice or a small sacrifice, it was consumed completely upon the altar. The fire was so important. I want to talk about tending the fire. Let me tell you why the fire was important to those early Israelites. Number one, fire was the visible symbol of God's presence. In Exodus and Leviticus, we read that when everything was in place to begin the sacrificial worship, Aaron the high priest offered the sacrifices. And then he and Moses made their way into the tabernacle, and when they came out, fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down. That's Leviticus chapter 9, verse 24. The altar was ignited by the presence of God. And so the fire remained as a visible symbol of His presence. The nature of God as revealed in fire was familiar to Moses. If you go to Exodus 3 and verse 2, it says, The angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. When Moses joined the Lord on Mount Sinai to receive the law, and the Israelites watched from a distance. Listen to what it says in, in chapter 24. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. You see, fire was the visible symbol of God's presence, and throughout the wilderness wanderings, the Lord led His people with a pillar of fire by night. And so, to let the fire go out would be symbolically to let the presence of God depart. And that's why the priests were repeatedly commanded to tend the fire. Now, let me mention a second thing to you that's so important. A fire left untended will go out. You don't have to be a Boy Scout to know that a fire, if it's just untended, is eventually going to die down and go out. The fire was from God. But certain things had to be done to keep the fire burning. 
uh, one thing, the priests were to keep the altar clean and uncluttered by removing the ashes and the debris. They were to occasionally add more firewood. No fire can burn without fuel, and the priests had to ensure a ready supply of fresh firewood. Another thing, they were to add to the altar the daily sacrifices. They were to keep those sacrifices on that altar. Now, we're far, far removed from those ancient days and those ancient rituals. We don't worship with burnt offerings. We don't maintain an endless flame uh, on some altar that uh, is outside of a church or a synagogue. But let me tell you something. What was true for the ancient priests is true for all of God's people. The altar for us is no longer a piece of furniture where sacrifices are offered, but the altar is our heart where we must bring ourselves completely to God as a living sacrifice. The call of God is not just to believe, but to offer ourselves as living sacrifices to the glory of God and to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. That, that was the writing of the Apostle Paul to his son in the Gospel, Timothy. The flame of God sent to the altar of our lives is the Holy Spirit. Speaking of Jesus, John the Baptist said, He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, His presence was accompanied with what appeared to be tongues of fire. That's right. So what I'm saying to us today is don't let the fire go out. Whatever the pressure, whatever the cost, whatever it takes, tend the fire. Tend the fire. You see, we have so many, many things today that would cause us to let that fire just ebb and go down. And there to be nothing but embers left on that altar, as it were. Uh, oh, let me just mention to you some of the things that those ancient priests did that you and I can do. And I think it's so symbolic. They removed the debris from off the altar. You and I need to remove the debris from our lives. If we let other things crowd in, if we let so many things, even good things, crowd out God in our lives, then he can be smothered out. You see, the good can be the enemy of the best. There are an awful lot of things that uh, get cluttered in our lives, don't they? We don't really mean for them to be clutter. Lawanda and I are are moving. We're we're selling our home and moving into a smaller place. It's absolutely amazing what you can accumulate over a period of time. I mean, here a little, there a little. We just we didn't mean for it to happen. In fact, we've sort of prided ourselves along the way in in uh, you know keeping things cataloged and in order, and knowing where everything is. But I've been cleaning out the garage. 
I, I've been uh, I've been cleaning out closets and going through things, and I am shocked at what we've accumulated. Some of it, quite frankly, isn't worth keeping. Oh, we may have thought it was when we bought it at somebody else's garage sale. Um, we we thought it was good when we found it on sale at some department store, but in the big picture of our lives, nah, it's debris. And in order for us to have the fire of God in our hearts, we need to get uncluttered. Let me tell you something else that those ancient priests did that you and I need to do, and that's add new wood. We need to take time every day for spiritual refueling. Add some logs to that fire. Well, you say, Rex, how do we do that spiritually? Oh, how about how about a time to just communicate with God, to listen to Him, to talk to Him, to read His Word, His love letter to us, to immerse ourselves in spiritual things. That's adding new wood to our fire. We've got to do that. If you don't put something in, my friend, you're going to, hey, there won't be anything left. That's exactly right. You've got to keep refueling the fire. Otherwise, it'll, it'll damp down. It'll just be a flicker. It'll be nothing but embers. Here's a third thing that those priests did. They they lived a life of daily sacrifice. And you and I need to do that. I, I made reference to this verse already because it's such a landmark verse. It's such a signature verse. But in Romans 12, 1, the apostle says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. So I want to ask you, are you tending the fire of your own heart? Maybe have there been other things that have just crowded in. Maybe, maybe even good things, maybe things that seemed important. Maybe you've not uh, taken time to refuel. Maybe you are not living that life of daily sacrifice. I'd like to, I'd like to just invite us all around an altar today. I feel like I need to be there. I'm inviting you to join me right at this moment and, and let's just, Let's just open our hearts to him. Would you, would you pray with me right now and say, Oh God, Oh God, I don't want the fire to go out in my life. I don't want there to be anything that, that will cause the flame to just sort of die down and ebb away. There are all kinds of forces that are blowing cold on my life. Satan is doing everything he can to militate against my own spiritual experience with God. But, Father, I, I want the flame of my heart to leap high. I want to add fresh fuel to it daily. I want to clear out the debris from around this fire so that I have an uncluttered heart. And God, may it be so right now. 
I pray that you would take me in my life and let it be totally, wholly, fully consecrated to you. God, help me to tend my own fire. And I pray that for each and every individual, wherever they may be throughout the world that is a part of this worship experience right now, oh God, may our fire for you, our love for you, our passionate heart for God, leap high. And we'll give you all praise and all glory. Amen and amen. Thank you, Rex. Well, now that the fire is burning, next week Rex shows us from Second Timothy how to keep the fire burning. In closing, I want to encourage you to order the book Secrets of the Vine. And our mailing address is Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. And our web store address online is www.dayspringradio.com. And if you'd like to order by telephone, it's toll-free, 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, thanks for worshiping with us today, and we invite you to join us again wherever you may be for Dayspring. We-